He mentions that in verses 11, God gave to the body prophets, apostles, prophets, evangelists, shepherds, and teachers for the perfecting of the saints. So conferences and trainings are for perfecting. The brothers who do the perfecting cannot and will not directly build up the body and consummate the new man. That is the responsibility of all the saints for the perfecting of the saints unto the work of the ministry. So we need to see that the work of the ministry and the ministry is the dispensing ministry of supplying others with the Christ has been wrought into your being by being with them, by speaking with them. Every word out of your mouth is grace. Your tongue has been disciplined, trained. Every word is spirit and life. Unto the work of the ministry, unto the building up of the body of Christ, until we all arrive at the oneness of the faith, and of the full knowledge of the Son of God at a full-grown man. See, let's latch on to this. A full-grown man. It is all the saints, not the co-workers, not the speaking brothers, not the prophets, not the evangelists, not the shepherd teachers, not even the apostles. It's all the saints will participate in this one ministry of ministering Christ to others so they can be saved to one another so that they can advance. And this is necessary to arrive at a full-grown man. I don't mean to say anything light, but God's purpose will not be fulfilled by one new boy. If we remain immature, we'll cost the Lord, who knows, decades of time. So there is this ministry here with the goal of arriving at a full-grown man. Now with this in mind, we come to Colossians and we read chapter 1, verse 25. But I need to add to it. But I reread 25. The church of which I became a minister, according to the stewardship of God. So he's a minister according to the stewardship of God. Now we need to see what is this stewardship of God? What is its function? So Paul says he became a minister according to the stewardship of God. Then down in verse 28, he's referring to Christ, whom we announce admonishing every man and teaching every man in all wisdom 
that we may present every man full grown in Christ. The enemy's strategy this morning must be exposed and it must be judged. And we all need to agree with the Lord's judgment on this and then to have a very positive response. So I will, I will address him. I'll say, en- you enemy, you liar, you deceiver, you have been holding back the growth in life for many decades. Now I'm telling you, your time is over. Amen. From now on, all over the earth, we will grow normally day by day. Until we arrive at a full-grown man. We will not be held back anymore. One by one, we will contact the Lord. And come to him just as we are. Forget the past. Forget the things that are behind. We all have the time we need. Day by day, Lord, I'm a redeemed vessel. I turn my heart to you. I open my being to you. Dispense yourself into me. Grow in me. Make your home in me. Renew me. Do this for the one new man. But in relation to this is a stewardship. So let me define what it is. Say a little bit. Then we'll go through the outline then I believe the outline will make sense and will be a help. God has an economy. No surprise, the Greek word is oikonomia. And Paul uses this word in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 10. Then in chapter 3, verse 2, he, use, he speaks of a stewardship, which is the same word. But now it's applied not to God, but to us. God's economy is his plan and arrangement to dispense himself into us, to produce his corporate expression. This is the economy itself. And the focus, experientially, is this word dispensing. Dispensing. You consider when an infant is born, what is the immediate need? Once we're sure the little one is breathing. It's for food. Life depends on dispensing. Growth depends on dispensing. Function depends on dispensing. Revelation 22 shows us a river of water of life proceeding out of the throne. In the river is the tree of life. This indicates an eternal dispensing. We will never be self-sufficient. We will forever be dependent. This is the principle of the tree of life. An elderly 
Chinese-speaking brother in his 90s now. Something uttered in a prayer more than 40 years ago is with me still. He not only said, Lord, we love you. He said, Lord, we cannot live without you. And so God's economy is focused on his dispensing to produce his expression. Now he needs first the apostles, but then all of us to have what's called the stewardship. So with God, it's an economy. Through us, it's a stewardship. And that is a service in which we dispense into others the Christ who has been wrought into us. The one new man will not simply arrive at a full-grown man all suddenly all by itself. There is the ministry in Ephesians 4 of the perfected saints. That's why for more than, what, since 1970, what, from 1984, 35 years, God has been fighting to recover the God-ordained way to serve, to meet, to tear down the clergy-laity system. Because everyone's portion matters. I say again from the depths of my being, it's not the gifted brothers that will build up the body. It's the perfected saints. They will do the work of the ministry. No, they won't write outlines. They won't travel the earth. They won't conduct conferences. They will be normal brothers and sisters in the church. But every time they pray, every contact you have with them, you receive dispensing. The gossip stops. The speaking of death stops. Paul mentions just words of grace could come from you. This is the stewardship. And it's a ministry of dispensing. And Paul was given this stewardship. And Paul said in second and first Timothy 1.16, he's a pattern. So the apostles will make us the same as they are in function, not in degree. So just as we all are ministers, we all are stewards. I tell the trainees from time to time to put this into them. When there's a time of sharing. And I tell them, okay, you want to share something? But someone else shared the same point that you want to make. And then you feel, oh, I don't need to speak. I tell them again and again, no. Even if we all spoke the same point, you need to realize you have a portion of Christ 
you have a portion of grace that no one else has. No one else. If Paul were here, he would not have it. Only you. It's measured out to you. You're a particular member. You are irreplaceable. You are indispensable. Isn't this how you view every member of your body? Even your little toes? Say you had no thumbs and no big toes. You would still live. It would really be awkward. How do you hold a pen? If this just would dawn on us. If somehow the Lord could carry out this radical action of actually activating the one talented members. Brother Nee said he'd gain the earth. Everyone in this room who's a believer, you have a portion of Christ that only you have. You have a measure of grace that only you have. And as you grow in the Lord, this measure increases. And the only way we can have that aspect of Christ is through you. This is the stewardship. This is the ministry. 